If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So you're saying you don't really love my, I, I made a name for her, I wrote it down. Cairo's theory of self-awareness. Yeah, it's fine. Man <laughs> <laughs> of the year. Man of the year. Man of the year. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. Man of the year is brought to you by Happy Head, the fully customizable hair loss solution. Go to happyhead.com and use our exclusive promo code friend for 55% off. That's happyhead.com promo code friend. Matt, I have to tell you something. Uh-oh. Is this good or bad? I don't want you to be jealous. Uh-oh. But I made a new friend. You know that I, let's be honest, it's a jealous emotion that boils to the surface when I hear this. His name is George. I'm really excited for you to meet him. I know, because I saw the picture. Um, I hate when I find out from a picture. <laughs> I, uh, the, the very quick summary is that I was at an art show at a barber shop. I started talking to this guy. Three days later, we were taking a boxing class together, and now we're buddies. I'm insanely jealous. (laughs) I desperately want this in my life. So what I thought we could do today is break down every step that led me to making a new friend, Mm. which covers like all the things we've talked about so far in the pod. And we can kind of do a how to make a friend 101. I like it. Except the whole time I'm going to be like, damn it. I wish I was you. But here's what's going to happen. I'm going to. Usurp him. Usurp. Usurp know, I've already made plans. I've already looked through George's Instagram. <laughs> Did you already look at <laughs> no, it? No, no, no. <laughs> but after this pot, I will. So I'm just going to go step by step. And then let's talk about how each step, we can brought it out for, for an entire audience. Okay, cool. So the first two tips slash hacks yeah. that we've always, always talked about are find your third place yeah. and embrace consistency. Right. And you want to just remind everybody what the third place right. is? Right. So the third place, you have your home and work. And now sometimes these are just one because people are working from home. Mm-hmm. That third place is a place that you go to consistently that is a social gathering place. It could be a gym, a coffee shop, a church, a temple. I don't know. Some other things. Right. Like a bar. So you go to the coffee shop every Sunday, you go to the gym every day. Familiar faces. Good way to meet people. Yeah. I actually have a new one for you. New third place. Mm. I don't know if I've ever told you this. Do you know my dad met one of his best friends at Home Depot? Wow. So that's a place that I go to a lot. So you know how they have demonstrations? Or at least they did? You're talking about like 
um, appliance demonstrations. Yeah, like how oh, to use an air hammer. You got the new wood chipper. Yeah. You want to kill somebody? Yeah, exactly. Chop up their body. I love how you said wood chipper and I said air hammer because we have no idea what is sold at Home Depot. Both devices that I've seen in movies that kill people. Air hammer. Oh, I don't even know what an air. I, I thought you were thinking of the air gun. What's That's, an air hammer? I, think, I, I get it. I don't. I've never been to Home Depot. So. <laughs> Never yet. You don't know. So my Not dad, a homeowner. my dad saw a guy doing a presentation, like the cut of his jib, and then went back every week. And like forty years later, he's going to his son's wedding. So your dad made friends with the demonstrator. Yeah, I, I was picturing like two guys. Oh yeah, like two dads no. being like, "Oh wow, are you, yeah, are you getting an air gun? I'm getting an air gun. What are you getting an air gun? Oh, I got a new kid. Oh, I have a new kid. Right. I, I thought that was what it was. But by the way, either way, yeah, no, but it, I feel like it's harder to make friends with the guy who's doing the demonstration. Yeah, my dad got like, in there. Yeah. I get think out he, of here. I think he harassed him. Yeah, he's like, get out of here, man. I got to do another demonstration right. at two o'clock. But just an example, like a third place can be anything. Yeah. And then we talk about embrace consistency. We mean just literally going there on a regular basis because you see a familiar face. Right. Okay. I, I also just think a third place should be someplace you actually, an activity you like doing. Don't try and force it. Yes. And, we'll, and, we, and we will get to that. And so when a guy moves to LA, I moved in 2000, uh, five, and you go to get a haircut, you have a rite of passage, you go to Rudy's Barbershop. Oh, How would you describe Rudy's? I mean, it is the starter barbershop of LA. It's a chain. It's like a, a smallish chain. I call it like hipster supercuts. Hipster, hipster yeah. supercuts. Yeah. They should be calling themselves that. Literally, Cairo, we all know, titles and firings. Yeah. That's what he does. And so you, you don't, can't, can't make an appointment. You just show up and they go, you get gym. They no longer have magazines, though. What do you mean? Lately. I, I, oh, no, it's not Rudy's. I went to the place where the location used to be, and there were no magazines. I don't know if that's a COVID thing. Do you thing. read a magazine during your haircut? No, when you're waiting. You have, a tel you have a telephone device. I know, but I enjoy the opening of the magazine. When I go to like the doctor or the dentist, I would still prefer, because I don't get to read these. Sports Illustrated, when do you read Sports Illustrated? I, I'm sorry. When you're in a waiting room, you read the magazines? Yes. Those dirty old magazines? You, of course you don't because you're afraid of getting germs. Is that why you don't read them? No, because I have, it's, it's outdated. You're going to read Golf Digest highlights? Yes. I love looking for the thing in the highlights. The one where there's, it's certain, you know, it drives me crazy when somebody's already circled all the, the hidden things. Oh, those, those person, those people should be killed. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to the barber shop and you, you, you know, you get a different barber each time. And then one day I get this guy named Shane <sighs> and he seems cool. And so then when I go back, I can request him. You can sometimes request. And then after like several months, he's like, just reach out to me directly. And so I start going to him all the time, you know, embrace consistency, loyalty. And, you know, he becomes, he becomes like a familiar face. Um, so after many years, and by the way, again, we always talk about the barbershop on the show. This could be anything. Yes, could be I, I did the same exact thing, but in 2013 with a guy named Aaron at Rudy's, who's also exactly. my barber slash exactly. friend. But it's more about, showing up at the same place all the time. And so then this comes to our next two tips slash hacks, which is always celebrate your birthday and be the friend. Do you want to remind us what, what, those, what those are? Well, so this idea of needing a reason to celebrate and there's these people out there like, I don't do birthdays. And it's like, what are you getting out of that? I mean, obviously it comes from a place of some sort of dissatisfaction or feeling that you're not deserving of it, but you are. Everybody's deserving of a birthday party or a promotion party or a firing party. Yeah. 
But like a birthday party is just a great way to get a couple friends around. Like there's yeah. no reason to not celebrate your birthday, even in a small. I agree. I think yeah. that's the thing. They, they hear us and they're like, we, we throw these like crazy part. Kiro does like a bus party. It doesn't have to be yeah. 60 people. It could be you and one other person. That's still something you should do. And the other thing is be the friend, which is instead of waiting for somebody to, you know, show up as a friend to you, you can be the friend first. Right. And so what I did with Shane after years, I, I was having a birthday and I said, hey, do you want to come to my birthday? It was simple as that. Right. And he came and we. So we, you leveled up because you invited him to this. What do you mean level I'm up? I'm saying that's where your friendship solidified when you, when you invited him yeah, to your birthday. Yeah, we, we took it from out of the barbershop. Yeah. We took it from the streets to, into the sheets. You took it out of the streets. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Uh, no, you took it out of the sheet. Yeah. Out of the sheet. Out of the barbershop. Out of the barbershop. You took it out. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. Take this thing off. You don't know. He, he tried to bring his little black cloak. You're like, no, no, this isn't a haircut. This is a social engagement. I, when the, one of the first times I saw him, I wanted him to cut my neck, trim my neck with shaving cream. Have you ever gotten that? Oh, I love it. Hot. But is that what you get now? Yeah, I like it hot. Some like it hot. I like it. But you get your, you get your back, your back of your neck done with shaving cream. Yeah, warm, warm. Okay, this is getting weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, our next two tips slash hacks are get off zero and embrace randomness. Okay. So by get off zero, we just mean do anything. Right. Like if you get your groceries delivered, go to the grocery store. Text one person. Right. Like you can literally do. Do something every day or every week that's at least putting you in a position to meet right. people. I think that's the thing about our podcast that we make it so easy for you. We're like, hey, guys, we're not trying to make you go be an entrepreneur or make millions of dollars. We're like, hey, just make your life a little less lonely. That's it. Right. The other thing we say is embrace randomness, which is when you have the opportunity to do something random, you should do it. Now, someone said to me that we also say embrace consistency. But those are two different things. They're not mutually exclusive. Exactly. So brace consistency, meaning go to the same place all the time. Brace random is something different. Yeah. When you have the opportunity. What yeah. do you think is harder to do of those two? Well, embracing randomness, the opportunity needs to sometimes show itself. Right. Embracing consistency, I think, is anybody easier. Anybody can do. Anybody can do that. I also think personality-wise, anybody can be consistent. If you're more of an introvert, it's harder, I think, to give the advice of like, hey. Embrace this random thing you got invited to. I think that's, I like, let's acknowledge that's not such an easy thing for most people to do. Well, so I'll say, so Shane, the barber, now this is 15 years later. Yeah. And he says, my wife, my wife's friend is having an art show at the barbershop. Do you want to come? And I normally would say, Cairo knows nothing about art. Yeah. He's I, a mid, mid-brow guy. I'm a, I'm a mid-brow guy. I wouldn't know anybody there except for Shane. Yeah. And I didn't want to go. Right. But I knew it was going to be super random. Right. Like, so instead of your normal soft path. Yeah. Instead of my soft path, actually, when I showed up, he goes, I didn't expect to see you here. Well, what made you? I, I think we should talk about like what yeah. made you do that. Because you, thing is, you already have a good circle of friends, right? You're, you're, you know, you're, you have a lot of friends, right? So I think I want to maybe just get into like, what is your psychology of like that, that push and pull? Because I think a lot of people go... I don't want to do this. And then they just sit home. So how do you kind of get over that? Well, let me, let me get back up a step. Yeah. I want to ask you, so why do you think he invited me in the first place? Well, first of all, your friends. He's got a lot of friends. I mean, I, I think he wants you to meet his other friends, like worlds. I think he's like a uniter too, like you, mm. which is, I think he likes having people from all his worlds kind of get together. But again, anybody could have been that person. What, what about me? 
you think he, what, what makes a person someone that gets invited to stuff? Well, you're fun. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. That really seems like I was really No, I'm saying, but that. you are fun. I mean, yeah. so you're social. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I just think like you're, you know, you're one of those, hey, what does this guy bring to the table? Like you're a social, fun person who can talk to anybody. But I also think I invite him to stuff. Yeah. Oh, so you mean the, the reciprocity element? Not that, just that like, what makes a someone, someone that someone wants to invite somewhere? Right. So I think it's that they're engaging and interesting and like right. add to that, you know, who would you want to put it at a small dinner party? I would say, yeah, Aaron brings a lot to the table. Yeah. As far as why I went, honestly, like I'm trying to take our own tips mm. slash hacks. Okay. And like, I knew this was going to be super fucking random. Right. But did you feel internally again, I want to go back to that yeah. thing for our audience. Like, cause I know they probably are like, Oh, these guys are socialists. It's so much easier for them. Did you feel like, oh man, I'm going to feel uncomfortable here. I'm not going to, do you have those feelings? Yes, because literally I was getting to one person. He was going to be running around doing shit. Yeah. By the way, I did stand by myself for like a solid amount of time. Right. That sucks. That moment. Like I do, I have to acknowledge, like even I'm very social. Yeah. I don't like that moment where I'm like, all right, I talked to the one person I know. Right. right and then right, they right. said hi to me. And then you're like, oh, well, I don't want to like anchor myself to them. Right. And then you, then you walk away, you go get a drink. And then you're just like standing there. Can I stop you there for a second? Yeah. So one thing I did <laughs> is uh, I, I shot a kibitz with the bartender a little bit. Right. That helps you. That helps you, I think, too. Oh, so I want to ask you this. So he was, um, Shane always gets like the party sponsored. Okay. So this was by a, a type of a new, a new type of liquor that they're trying to push. It's a like new big thing. Mm. It's called Lisco. Oh, I'm sorry. I said Lisco. It's, <laughs> it's Pisco. <laughs> Which is a terrible, it's horrible it's, name. It's South American brandy. Pisco? I mean, Pisco? it's one S. One S. Pisco. 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 Listen, Aaron, Aaron, it's pronounced Pisco. Pisco. A comp a <laughs> Pisco, Listen, not Pisco. This <laughs> who, who was the, who was the, um, who was the uh, SNL guy? Uh, old school. P Pesco Piscopo? Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. This says the U.S. taking U.S. cocktail culture Jersey by guy. storm. Uh, so it's a Chilean thing. Anyway, I'm talking to him about it. And uh, hold on, we'll just back up. So it's not Portuguese and it's not Lisco. It's what? Chilean and it's Pisco. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, this influencer wasn't doing a job. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking to him about the Pisco. By the way, Pisco. Pisco. Another time at 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 this, I went to a party where it was sponsored by alcohol and it was mezcal. How do you feel about mezcal? So I'm not like a big tequila person at yeah, all, yeah, yeah. even though I don't even think mezcal is tequila, right? Isn't it like yeah. a, I'm like, it's been explained I, to I, me. I want to say to K, I want to do a Cairo. I want to go, get over yourself, <laughs> mezcal. <laughs> your blue tequila or your green yeah. tequila. One of you is green and one of you is blue and I don't give a shit. It's like a smoky tequila. But yeah. I went to this event where they were, uh, they were promoting a tequila. Yeah. It was free. There was nothing else to drink. Oh, I hold, don't like that. Hold on, Matt. No ice, no mixer, no nothing. So it was just, you could just drink mezcal neat. And you know me, like I'm in an event with this free booze. It's hard for me to control myself. So I have a bunch of mezcal. Oh God. My shit smelled like smokiness and my sweat for like two oh. days. So I can't have mezcal anymore. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a fraternity hazing ritual. I know, but I, I like that stuff. You loved it. So what happened? We were, so you're at the party. So I'm at the you party, I'm just like, with, I'm kibitzing with the bartender. And then this is why you want to embrace randomness because the most random ass thing happened. I look over and there's a guy who I don't know standing there texting. And I just happen to glance 
at the name that he was texting. And it was a girl who was at that moment ghosting me, who I had set up with. Is, you saw a full name? Well, because she's one of those names you, you that- got real close. It's one of the, no, no, no. It's one of those names, those, those millennial names that have like seven Ys. So it's like mm. Brittany, but it was B-R-Y-T-Y-Y-N-E-Y. Right. Bright, bright, N-I-A-E-Y-E-Y. It's kind of person where you only put her in your phone as the first name because you don't need the last name. Right, there's not a lot of bright, Yes. And and I just want to um, take a moment here, and I think there's been a uh, there's a there's a people don't know how to set anybody up anymore, which is why I was getting ghosted. You're blaming it on there, there's there's a there's a oh. go, there's a there's a setup problem okay. plaguing America, okay. and, we, and we have a falling birth rate. Okay, okay, we have a declining birth rate. Okay, so we need to get. Okay. Well, I mean, I blame this on you still being single in your 40s. Well, if, if anyone who had to fucking do a setup anymore, oh, okay? okay. Setups, Reject much. Setups need to be double opt-in. Okay. Double opt-in. Okay. okay. So I will sometimes get a text from a friend. Oh, I think you should meet my, this, this girl, Lisa. Here's her number. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't consent to this. I see. Like, now I'm supposed to text this person? Like, no. Or in this case, I had asked my buddy to set me up with this girl. And so all you have to do is say to the girl, hey, this is my buddy. Do you want to go out with him? Right. And, I, and my buddy just got, I think, a, just a, a soft, a squishy, like, oh, what? Like, yeah, my buddy. And just like, when I, if I text someone that I'm being set up with, they should respond because okay. there's nothing else. Nothing has happened. Right. So if, if, if you've done a setup and the person has responded, you did a bad setup. Yes, because they should have been made aware that this person's going to text you. But again, he, I think he was like, oh, I want to like introduce it. Like, no, just like, do you want this for this guy's 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 guy to text you? Right. So it was a soft, What, what about setup. the putting both people on a text? Absolutely not. No? No. Why? Un hey, I want to introduce you guys. Non-consensually? No, no. I'm saying if you've asked, I'm saying, isn't that the easiest way? No, just no. give me the number. Just give the number. Care. Okay. You'd rather just give the number. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, this girl ghosted me immediately. In other words, she never responded to my initial text. Pre-ghost. A pre-ghost? Yeah. I, I ghosted. Pre-ghost. I was never alive. You were never alive. I was never alive to you. Were never, you never existed. I mean, it's not even ghosting if you've never existed yeah. to this person. Is you it? never, you were never born. You've been, in, you were stillborn. This was a stillborn. Yeah, it was a still, it was, it was a stillborn. Stillborn. Um, and so I said, hey man, is that Brittany with seven Ys? She's ghosting me right now. What did he say? And he goes, oh, she's my coworker. And we started, you know. By the way, that's bold because what if he was, did you, did you not think he would have been romantically involved with this person? Because that's kind of a weird thing to say if you considered the fact that maybe he was. I think I said, oh, how do you know? Brit oh, goes, you did. Okay. I think, but I might have said, she goes, you know, I just, I just yeah, went yeah. for it. And we start talking about her like i mean if it was his best friend actually it didn't really matter because she i didn't i don't know her she right. ghosted me yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, we have yeah. no interaction no she still born you she still born me so that brings up two things we haven't actually talked about yet these are new tips Ooh. slash hacks so you know how basically the number one thing that stops any of us from talking to a new person a stranger wherever you may be is you don't want to bother them. Yeah, you, you feel insecure. You feel like you're imposing. Right. So my hypothesis is that the kind of people who people don't want to talk to are not the people who get self-conscious. I'm sorry. I, you, you, you confused me. You got to say it slower and, and walk me through if you're that. The like kind of person, if you're the kind of person who thinks to themselves, oh, I don't know if I want to say hello or I don't want to introduce myself, then you're, you are the kind of person that people want to meet. 
Because mm. sometimes people come up to you and you hit, they're so annoying. Mm. That person has never stopped to themselves and said, should I say hello to this person? Mm. So if you are self-conscious, that means you are a person people want to mm. talk to. Does that make any sense? That's okay, but I, I want to one-up you. Uh-huh. Because I just thought of what you were saying. I think when you're thinking to yourself, I don't want to bother this person, the person who gets bothered by that is not a person you want to be friends with. Oh, interesting. I think we're almost saying... No, different, different sides. You're, you're different people that you want to meet. But you're talking... I'm talking about myself. You're right. talking about the other person. I know. I'm saying you're two, two different sides. No, of the but point. I think mine's more effective because in your case, you still have the risk of talking to someone who's not going to like you. Well, no matter what, you have that risk. That's true. Yeah. Either way, you have that <laughs> right. risk. I'm saying you're talking about thinking about what kind of person you are. Right. And I'm saying also think about what type of person you are going to be talking to. Yeah, but so, how, how can you use that in practice though? No, I'm saying you, you just know that if you go up to a stranger right. and you just introduce yourself like a normal person right. and they act like they're bothered, that is not a person you would have ever wanted to be friends with anyway. So nothing harm, no harm done. But I'm saying if you ever have feeling self-conscious about talking to a stranger, the, the mere fact that, that you, you do feel that way makes you the kind of person that people like talking to. Which is a normal person. I, I, listen, I'm, a, <laughs> no. I'm extremely social. I said, I get nervous when I'm standing at the bar right after you have the drink, that right. moment where you're standing alone. With that pisco. Like, with that pisco. <laughs> right. And you're like, oh God, I'm all alone here. What do I do? I could just go home. You ever have that feeling where you're like, I'm just going to go home? Because I've done time. that before. All the time. I know. And I think our, our listeners, like I, wa I want you guys to know, we are like, just like you. We, I have that feeling just like you. And I've done it before. Where I'm like, you know what? F this. I don't know anybody here. I'm out. Sometimes I do go home. It's okay. Sometimes. That's okay too. You get another crack at it later on. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. So Happy Head is all about restoring your confidence uh, with a customized hair loss solution. And we like to call those confidence boosting moments, Happy Head moments. When I take a shot at the bar. When I lose 30 pounds. That's a happy head moment. So get your happy head moment at happyhead.com. We have our own promo code. It's promo code FRIEND for 55% off. Go to happyhead.com. Use promo code FRIEND for 55% off and have your own happy head moment. And we're back. So you're saying you don't really love my, I, I made a name for it. I wrote it down. Cairo's theory of self-awareness. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I fucking, I, I thought I was fucking Freud. I came up with something. Carl Jung. Yeah, I, thought, I think it's okay. Okay. And then the second sort of new thing is what I'm calling, because we have the third place, and now we have what I'm calling the third thing. Ooh. Which as I'm saying it, I'm not sure that it makes sense. When that I started talking to this guy about this girl, I wasn't talking to him about him, which is one. I wasn't talking about me, which is two. A third thing. Ooh, see now this, you get I can get on board with. with. <laughs> okay, okay. Kiro, I was like, oh, I feel bad. I, I didn't really like, you That's know, okay. I yucked his yum yeah, on the stuff. Yeah. But this I genuinely like. I'm not going to bullshit you. What phrase did you just use? Yuck your yum. What the hell does that mean? Oh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, I would say it's a predominantly, uh, you know, real housewifey uh, universe term. You know, just yucking your yum, something you liked and I kind of oh. shit on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I like that too. It's very, um, it's a very LA kind of term, I think. Well, you're very LA. Yeah. So centering your conversation with someone new around a third thing. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to introduce yourself. Mm. Like, look at that piece of art. Look at that guy. Make fun of somebody. Mm. So I think that's a good little trick, tip slash hack. So you tried that? Well, yeah, I was like, how do you know that girl? Yeah. I didn't even know his name. Right. 
And you, he, you did something, but you also did something, your third thing that you already knew you had it. This was a very specific third thing, right. but like, you know, I was, <laughs> you know, if you're in an art, I don't know, it can't be so specific to yeah. an art show, right, yeah, yeah. but if there's, you know, even at a bar, you're like, look at that guy or how about a giant game? Yeah. You know, something but like that. But should you come in with a pre-prepared third thing or are you just kind of riffing? Maybe for some introverted people, come in with a third thing. Like a topic? Yeah. Like, what do you think about these sending these tanks to Ukraine? Uh, maybe not politics, okay. not yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. religion, right? Yeah. Just, just like, uh, I think it's got to be something uh, in the yeah. area. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And with the whole can thing, I just think you can't, it just can't be, um, it can't be too canned if you're coming in with a topic, right. you know, you don't want to seem weird. Like you're going around to everybody like duh, 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 with this yeah. topic. Yeah. You know, like yeah. You can try to make balance. it casual. Yeah. Like, what did you think about Oliver North? I mean, I, I mean uh, such a deep cut. Do you know who Oliver North is? Of course he doesn't know who Oliver North is. Come on. So then the, the next set of tips is do what you already like and meet people where they are. Yeah. Okay. And so we've talked about this. We've talked about this. Do what you already like. I like the gym. I, I feel comfortable there and meet people where you, where you are. Well, that's kind of a little bit of the, uh, not the same thing yeah. as, right. So meet, meet people where they are. Is If you really enjoy your friendship with your friends and you know, you're not like super into late nineties alt rock. Cause you like early nineties alt rock. You like the gin blossoms better than you like. Right. Um, I don't know. One of those, what are those late nineties, but what's yeah. a good late nineties band, Theo? I mean, he, he wasn't even, he born. wasn't even born. Um, yeah. If you like the gin blossoms better than you like system of a down, no, not system, of system a down. of the down, I believe. I don't even know who that yeah. is. No. What's a good alt rock 90, late nineties band. He, he's so bad at Googling. Yeah. Producer late nineties alt rock. He examples of, we got bound for the floor ever long. Okay. Yeah. So if you like the gin blossoms better than you like ever long, if you like the ever long, you've heard of ever long. I mean, it's a oh, Everlong, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. No, they're yeah. early 90s too. What, what else is late 90s? All right, this is an example of a hard, hard. Well, we'll cut. cut. Well, yeah. We'll, <laughs> he, he, Google, he Googles what we is. We got Nirvana, Chili Peppers, Late Pearl 90s. Jam. Those are all early 90s. Late 90s. What did you type? What, I don't know what you typed. Alt rock, late 90s bands. <laughs> no, no. He's getting pissed. No, he's getting pissed. He's wrong. All right. What about like punk rock, late 90s punk rock? Rem. Oh, my God. Theo just said Rem. I said, look up Molly Crew. No, these are 80s. You're going back in time. REM. REM. You've never heard of REM. Oh my God. How do we? It's like Rem Sleep. Oh. Losing my religion. You know that song? That's me in the corner. That's me in a spotlight. Losing my religion. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh God. So meeting people where they are. You know, we have a lot of friends who like late '90s pop punk bands. You know, right. like Fall Out Boy. Right. I like the Gin Blossoms better. But if they're going to a Fall Out Boy concert and they invite me, it's like maybe meet them where they are. These these are your friends. This is the the people you've chosen that you want to spend time with, and maybe sometimes do some things that they are interested in. That doesn't mean hey, always start trying to become a you know pop punk person. Right. So he he this guy we started talking about working out. You could tell he he worked out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what I, what I enjoy, uh, working out. And he goes, I box. And I'm like, oh, well, I've never boxed. I don't know anything about that. Uh, and he goes like, do you want to take a boxing class with me? Mm. You know, I could easily have been like, I've never boxed. I don't really want to box. You were never in our base. My basement, I had gloves. Me and our other group of friends used to box when we were like in seventh grade, knock each other out. You were never, no, you were never in no, on that. I was playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. just scrappy. I was scrappy. And so, you know, he asked me if I wanted a box. I said, sure, I'll, I'll take a class. You know, it's a free class. He's yeah. like, you know, come check it out. 
And then I also thought, well, he is friends with Shane. So he, he, that's how he was at the barbershop. Yep. And, you know, as we always say, Matt, you're like a medieval king, Matt the Usurper. Yes. And I want to get a t-shirt, Matt the Usurper. <laughs> so I actually said to Shane, I'm like, oh, that guy's super cool. Like, we we're going to take a boxing class. And he was like, oh, awesome. Like, if he, if he expressed any reservation, like, I don't want you usurping my friend, I would have been like, you know, whatever, not done it. But I just checked with him. I think that's good ethics. Okay. You know? And then one of the last things I did was, which is one of the things you always push, I showed up. I mean, I think this is our number one friendship tip. As you get older, your yeah. 30s and 40s, you just want people to come when they say they're going to come. Yeah. You want them to show up when they say they're going to show up. You just don't want to be friends with flaky people after a certain age. It's just not worth it. In fact, he was su surprised. That you showed up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, what do you mean? I said I was going to come. Yeah. But when did you say you were going to come? So I, interestingly enough, the, uh, the next day I was like, oh, so like, when could this week work? When should I come? What's your schedule like? And he goes, ah, just, just let me know a couple hours before, which is not how I operate. I'm like, yeah, let that's me know. That's not a Cairo let system. He's like, I need this yeah. six months yeah, ahead in I know. the calendar. I need this, I need this locked. Yeah. Uh, so then the day before, I'm like one o'clock or whatever it was. Uh, and I showed up early. They wrapped me up and everything. And then, then actually I was like, is he coming? He was late. He, he, no, he was a little late. Um, I don't know if this friendship's going to work. Guy who just flies by the seat of his <laughs> I pants. Know, I know, I know. It's not. He, he, just going to get these texts like one hour. He's Now this is his new friend, George. Like, this is kind of a Seinfeldian thing. Oh, he's got a new friend named George. Now Cairo, whose every detail of his life is perfectly manicured. Yeah. Some guy just shows up one minute before. He's like, Cairo, I got an extra ticket to this concert. I'm outside your house. Yeah. He texts me, he's like, you want to come to my birthday party? He's in 20 minutes. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. I can only do so much. Um, and then lastly, you know what I did? I said, thank you. Mm, expressing gratitude. Yes, expressing gratitude. Now, again, I've just met the guy, but we're trying to get guys to be a little bit more vulnerable. And what do we say? Thanks is a gateway emotion. It's a gateway emotion. And so it's always important to say thank you. And I just want to add Sorry, you were no, gonna I was going to say, I think it's that thank you is helpful to you and to him. You know, you're doing it for yourself also. Yeah. It's a healthy thing to get in the habit of expressing gratitude. It's not just to acknowledge the other person. It's also for yourself. And so I saved the best for last. A oh little boy. bonus, a little oh bonus factoid, a little bonus factoid about George. You're going to love. Can I guess? Yeah. He's a billionaire. <laughs> Ooh, no that that's good that's good uh, probably would open with that he uh is a he is a former um nfl player no i'll he i don't i don't think he it, it's really it's religious religious oh related. he's a scientologist yeah. yeah no you're never gonna get it, i'm gonna tell okay. you okay he's converting to judaism wow we got one because he we likes it we snatched, what do you, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, you don't like it. He likes he it. He likes he it. He respects it. He's studying wow. it. He finds it interesting. Converting to Judaism. Not for a wife who's Jewish. No wife. Solo convert. Yeah. Male solo convert. The last one I've heard of was Amare Stoudemire. Yeah, there you go. You know? Yeah. We got Amare and we got George. Did he officially, did Amare oh, yeah. officially? Yeah. 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 I, when he told me that, I go, I've been holding this for you for two months. Wow. I, he goes, I just love your religion. And then did you quiz him on it at all or no? He, he, he knows he, more than you. He knows more than he me. He knows yeah. more than he knows you. More than yeah. 
Wow, is he doing an adult circumcision? Oh, that's a great question. So you, you, you haven't, you're not close we're enough. Not, yet. We're not close enough. You need to sneak a peek in the, yeah. in the men's locker room at the boxing gym. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, so the thing about Judaism, I don't know if you know uh, this, it requires just the tip. Just, just the, the tips. tips. That's just the tips. Just the tips. Wow. So, um, Good for him. So is there anything else that, uh, you know, we can broaden this out? Because this was a specific. What a case study. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the important stuff is. Where are you in your friendship journey with him? My friendship journey is that like, it's actually in my court mm. because like he's asked me to do a couple of things. We've just been out of town. Yeah. We've been busy. Yeah. Um, and he, he also asked me to go to box again. Mm. And like. How into boxing are you now? Because right. that's his thing. Right. As I said, you can meet people where they are, but you can't do things that you're not really into like as a consistent thing. Like, right. It's not going to be your consistent thing if you're not a boxer. Yeah. It's like. It actually seems like a like another version of CrossFit where I could tell all the other people there it's their third place. Right. They're all friends. They're going. Right. There's a lot of kibitzing, mm. and I'm sort of like in a different stage of my journey right now. Right. Like I'm post CrossFit, so that's not going to be your place. So I don't think it's going to be my place. Right. So that's the thing. It's like okay, so can your friendship blossom, or you know what what do you, what do you see for your friendship? Yeah, we could get drinks. Yeah. Do you see like, it? Do you see it becoming inner circle, outer ring? You know. What, I don't know. He's also what does the future hold for he's George. He's also like I think in his late twenties. Are we using his real name? George. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He only. This is how young he is. He only watches the podcast on YouTube. Uh, but um, I don't know where the where the future of the of the friendship goes. Yeah. Um, I'm insanely jealous. I think you would actually. Well, you get along with everybody, yeah. but it seems like you guys would get along. Mm. He's from. Beirut. I like this. Yeah. Hustler. Middle Eastern hustler. Yeah. It's like you. Yeah. It's my brand. So that's the story of George. That is, uh, you know, I think how to make a friend one-on-one. I think obviously it's not going to be the exact same scenario, but meeting people where they are, embracing randomness, finding your third place. I think the biggest thing that I like about this is that we just, we're talking about that moment where you're standing at the bar and you're thinking about leaving. To me, that's like... If you're trying to make new friends, that's that critical moment. Yeah. Where you just, you have your drink, you said hi to the one person you know. Right. That's the make or break of like, all right, am I going to try and make it? And by the way, I like what you said. You can go home. Sometimes yeah. I go home. Sometimes you go home. It's a good takeaway. It's like. Well, it's also get off zero. I try to like make one conversation. Yeah. And that doesn't work. Hey, we gave it a shot. Gave we it a shot. Out. Right. I like that. It's like, just give it one shot. By the way, you uh, brought up something that is in our listener questions. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about... Yeah. Uh, let's get a listener question. Listener this is question. Asking for a friend. This is asking for a friend. Yeah. Guys, if you have any questions, please send them to us. You can find us at, at Man of the Year Podcast and all your social networks. We will anonymize it, so don't yeah. worry about that. And we'll answer on the show. So it's almost like it's a different setting, but it's almost like what you just asked. I mean, you gave your answer, but so here's the listener question. I was at a dinner party recently, about 10 to 12 people, and there were a couple of people I didn't know. I was seated next to another guy, and we hit it off. We seem to have a lot in common. He's a friend of one of my friends, but not one of my best friends. Mm. And I got his number, and I want to, and he said, I want to hang out with him, but I don't know what the protocols are. Do I have to run it by my friend? Like, I don't know how my friend's going to react. Wait, was this friend at the dinner party? Yes. The, the friend, the, 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 both friends were at the yeah. dinner party. Yeah, but it's unclear whether he saw him get the number or mm. whatever. Well, I mean, my first thought is like, better to communicate yeah. than not. Yeah. Like, oh, he's saying that he, he, the guy might not bless it. 
That's what he's saying. He's Ooh. obviously not like us. We're like, so I've usurped all your friends because I know you're cool with it. Without without even consenting. Right, without with non-consent. I'd probably g- g- go a little too hard on that. Ooh, this is actually very interesting. Because I think most people, when this situation happens, they feel this way. They're like, I don't know. I would like to, but first of all, do I have to ask for consent? Do I have to ask for a blessing? I don't like- Do I mention it? Is it an ask or is it a- Here's what's happening. This is my life. I get to live my life. What do you think? I don't like his relationship with the original friend who would potentially be upset. So what you're saying is in general, you don't like friendships where you think they would even, you don't really want to have friendships where you think they'd be upset if you became friends with their friend. It's not a red flag, but it's a yellow flag to me. I mean, I think at our age, it's a red flag. Cause like at our age, we're the, we're about the, like spending quality time. We don't have unlimited time, and so mm. we spend quality time. So if somebody brings somebody over that you get along with, like you should assume, like for us, it's assumed right. we're at a different stage. We're we're at a stage where it's assumed that if you bring somebody over that you are close with, and I make f- friends with them, that like we're friends and we can hang out. Let me say this. Let's think the other yeah. way. Is there ever a scenario where you would be upset? Me personally, yeah. I don't think so, but I, I, I will say, I do think there are scenarios where you, I, could understand, I could understand being upset about it. Like what? Well, if they start doing stuff that you would have wanted to be included in, okay. and then you don't get included in it. Right. Like if I meet one of your friends and I take him to the Knicks game. Right. You'd be like, what's going on here? Right. But that's a, that's a, that's a pretty extreme. But that could happen. That could yeah. definitely, no, that's not that extreme, right? Like that could totally happen. Like say also, like I'm married, you're single, right? Right. So... If I, if I had a, a single friend and, you know, you guys hit it off and you just like went out to a game together or right. something cool together, concert, whatever, and didn't invite me, like I personally wouldn't be upset, but I could see why somebody would be. I think you got to do your second solution, which is go hang out with a friend. Yeah. Ask forgiveness, not permission. Interesting. Like, hey, I met Jimmy. We, we got grabbed a beer. I think it depends. Look, I think it depends. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, right. I don't want to be friends with people who are. Like right. are that sensitive about it. Right. I think it depends on your closeness. Like for whatever, if you're super close, it should be really easy to be like, Hey, by the way, I'm going to go have a drink with your friend. I just want to let you know. I think that's the easiest way. I don't think you need to ask permission as a grown up to make friends. Or you could be a little bit more vague. Be like, dude, met Jimmy. That guy's great. That pretty much says it. Yeah. That pretty much says like, you know, and like, Hey, I got his number, you know? Right. But I, but I do think it, I think communicate over communicating is a big part of this is like healthy friendships. We're a little bit on the over communicating. It's like, yeah, I think we're going to get drinks, you know, and, mm. or you could be like, Hey, I think we're going to get drinks. Should we all get together? Did, uh, did my Australian friend Dave text you after Christmas? Do you remember? Yes. He asked me for your number. Yes. He, he asked me for your number to say thank you. Yes. For having people over on Christmas. And then I think he had listened to our pod and yeah. said, I don't need Cairo's permission to be your friend. Did he say that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he asked for his, he asked me for your number. So right. I kind of implicitly gave it. Yes. But I actually just thought like, oh, that was a classy move to ask me for the number to thank you. Well, that was very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, I don't think there's a, there's a hard and fast rule for, you know, if you want to, if you, if you want found somebody that you hit it off with it, look, it's hard to make friends in this world. If you found somebody and we always say friend of a friend is the easiest one and your friends should be sharing. They should not be hoarding their friends. But I think, I think, I think the right way to do it, unless you're as close as Carol and I are, is probably yeah. to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm planning on texting him. You know, just want to let you know. I mean, I don't want to be too heteronormative here, but this seems like it would be a problem with women more than men. Oh, you think they're more sensitive about the hoarding of the friends? Not hoard, like, 
they're yes, they are more sensitive and jealous. And well, I would love to hear from our female listeners. Is this more of an issue? Do you find in the female friendship realm? Yeah, that's our listener question. Great question. Asking for a friend. So, what did we learn today? I mean, I want to know what you feel you uh, like improved on from when we started the pod to doing this actual thing happening. Like, cause you said, I want to take our advice. So I want to hear what you feel you've learned. Cause you're the one who actually went through this. I think my number one tip that I've used so far is embracing randomness, mm. which is just, it's easy to go to a party and an event where you know a bunch of people, the more random it is, is, is what I've been trying to do. I like that too, because as you get older, there's just like less parties where you know everybody anyway. Like yeah. there's just, so if you really are trying to make friends, a lot of it is going to be random. So I really like that. Like, let's get out of your comfort zone. And I like that we're admitting to super social guys who are a friend podcast. Like you're, you're not alone. We all face that moment down. It's okay to go home, but you have to go out in the first place. That's right. You can't go home until you've gone out. Until you've gone out. You can't, can't go, go home, home until, until you've, you've gone, gone out. out. Well, that's our show guys. Man of the year podcast on social. Be good to yourself. Be good to your friends. Love you, buddy. buddy.